Welcome to Your Personal Power Pod, a podcast about aligning yourself with the life you want. And here are your hosts, Sandy Abel and Shannon Young. Shannon. Sandy. <laughs> How are you today? I'm great. I think you're great too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm overwhelmed. Life seems very, very busy yes. today. And uh-huh. well, this week, this month, this year. And <laughs> I don't know if it's just moving faster and I'm moving slower, but I'm finding it hard to keep up. How about you? How oh are you? Goodness. Actually, I got a nice balance. I'm happy with my life. <laughs> but I'm in a different place in life than you are, too. You know, <laughs> you've got two jobs and your two dogs and husband and a life and uh, you're very busy building your life and taking care of all those things. And I'm kind of at the other part where everything is settled and it's just calmer. But I understand where you're coming from. I've been there a lot, just not this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're also really good. I know we've talked about this in our balance episode forever ago, but you're also really good at maintaining a fairly steady balance in your life. And that enables you to process information and events as they come in and deal with them. And you don't seem to get stuck as often as some people do. (laughs) Some people do. Yes. And you make decisions really well. Like you don't let them overwhelm you. That is probably true. I don't get overwhelmed, but some people do. And that's what we're going to talk about today is how do you decide? Because it's... (laughs) Because it's such an important thing. Life is full of choices and some are easy, like what to have for dinner or which movie to watch. And others are more serious, uh, like choosing a career or a life partner. Regardless of how important the decision is, good decision-making skills are a vital part of having your life flow easily. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that I can tell when I'm overwhelmed when I'm standing in the grocery store aisle looking for shampoo Uh and can't choose because there are 9,000 different (laughs) shampoos to choose from. And it is too much. It's like, I need three choices. Thank you very much. Give me three and I can do it. But this just feels like such a huge task. And on top of all the other big decisions that need to be made in life, it seems like, like, why? Why? Why does it need to be that way? (laughs) And so you need to create a process on how to choose shampoo (laughs) so you don't get overwhelmed or do what we do. We have one shampoo we've used for probably 30 years. And so it's not a big decision. It's pretty darn easy. That's true. If they ever take it away, then we'll have to do something new. So hopefully they know my pain. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) So what is it that causes that indecisiveness? Well, first of all, let's define it. It's when you needlessly obsess over a decision or avoid making that decision altogether. You don't Uh leave the store without shampoo, I'm sure. You get something, so you make a decision. Sometimes the thought of making a choice and having it be the wrong decision and regretting it later can be paralyzing. It also could be a product of perfectionism. If it's a bigger kind of decision, some people are terrified that it's not going to be perfect, which by the way, there is no such thing as perfect. Mm -hmm. But if it's not perfect, they don't want to do it, so they just stay stuck. 
Yeah, sometimes I put off decisions until I feel certain that I'm making the right choice, even if maybe like in the case of shampoo, there isn't one. Sometimes just (laughs) processing all the different information that goes into making one of those decisions feels too heavy. And so I just can't do it. Then that's that being paralyzed that you talked about. And depending on the decision, I know that there are also some that, you know, I'm afraid I'll look foolish or people might laugh at me, not so much about shampoo, but maybe about <laughs> like decisions at work, things like that. I've realized that I think differently than my coworkers do. And so even though my decisions ultimately might be for the greater good or to meet the point of whatever it is we're doing, it still feels like the decision in and of itself might be seen as somehow different or flawed. Yeah. Yeah. And fear of judgment can really stop people from making decisions. Although at work, you can't do that. You have to make a decision. And then Mm -hmm. if people want to criticize it, they can do that later, but you do have to keep moving. So Mm -hmm. your indecision can't last when you're at work. Right. And also, if you are indecisive a lot, it'll lead to anxiety or worry or regret. And that will negatively impact all parts of your life, your personal and social life and your mental and physical health. We've talked about what anxiety and worry and all that can do to you. So Mm -hmm. being stuck in an undecisive place can really cause you all kinds of problems. I've noticed that when I'm feeling indecisive, it's usually an indicator that there's something else going on. I don't usually feel that way unless I'm also feeling overwhelmed or stressed or distracted or exhausted, you know, or just emotional about something. Yeah. And sometimes when you're in that kind of place, you've got a fuzzy brain. We've talked about fuzzy brains and it's hard to think and sort things out when you have a fuzzy brain or when you're just confused and then you get grumpy. Not you, not you in particular, but we all get grumpy when we're stuck and we don't want to be stuck, but we don't know how to move forward. But when we're grumpy, we're short-tempered and we don't get along with other people really well. So being indecisive isn't not a, a great thing. It's not a pleasant state to be in. No, not at all. It can really impact your life in a lot of ways. I find it interesting. We'll be talking here probably within seconds about what it means to be decisive. And at first glance, it looks like, oh, it's just the ability to make decisions. But there's so much more going on underneath that. Exactly. In order to make decisions, you have to have confidence. Mm -hmm. You have to trust yourself. You have to be willing to take responsibility for your choices and actions and the results of what you decide to do. Personal accountability. Yes. And claiming your personal power. That's what you do when you make decisions, whether to get the right shampoo or whether to marry the right person, you know, claim your power and make your choices. And trust your instincts and trust yourself. I do know some people who are at a place in their life where like everything seems in flux and they've kind of lost that sense of self that they had once. It's not like big traumatic things, just a whole lot of changes that are making them question who they've been. And along with that comes this weird loss of trust in the self. And so making decisions becomes really hard. It does. It does. Because you don't really know who you are. Uh If you used to be one person and then your whole circumstances have changed, now you're not sure where you fit or who you are anymore. You might not have the confidence and the self-esteem that you used to. It's important if you want to make good decisions to be able to trust your instincts 
and then allow yourself to follow them without letting your insecurities or your fears or your worries or other people's opinions stop you. It also means understanding what you want and what you value and what's important to you. Because if you don't understand where you want to go, whether it's something small like shampoo or big like a life partner, then your choices tend to be all over the place and you're not moving towards your ultimate goal. I remember the very first time I joined an online weight loss program forever ago and was reading up on the mental struggle that comes along with trying to lose weight. And it said something like, if you're not losing weight, you're gaining weight. And I was like, oh, that makes it so much clearer and easier to make choices instead of that weird place that I was in was like, well, if I just eat this ice cream for breakfast and then don't eat anything (laughs) else today, then it will be fine. You know, just having it in that one simple sentence made the whole process so much easier. That's perfect. And they clarified it for you so you could make your decisions. And when you're on a weight loss program or just trying to eat healthy, every time you put something in your mouth, there's a decision involved. Yeah. Am I going to eat an apple or a bowl of ice cream? Mm -hmm. You know, there's different results for both those choices. We have to make those every day and we have to trust ourselves to make those every day. And you're willing to think things through so that you choose the best option, like you said, with your goals in mind. Mm -hmm. And first you have to get the facts. Like, you know, an apple has fewer calories and is better for you than a bowl of ice cream. Mm -hmm. Those are the facts. And then you make your decision based on the facts and on what your goal is, which is to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So that's how you make decisions. Get clear on all that stuff and not be afraid that you're going to blow it. If you have the ice cream, okay, don't beat yourself up. Just make a a decision to not do it every day. There was a study... I forget who it was conducted by, but it was about how being distracted affects your ability to make good decisions. And it's huge. So if you're struggling to make quality choices, think about what else is going on in your life. Are you distracted? Are you dealing with something else that's much bigger? And then give yourself the space that you need to kind of come out of that distracted mode, especially if you're making big decisions. Absolutely. You can't make a huge decision if you're not focused on it. Little decisions, sure. You know, if you're taking a walk, shall I turn right or left? That's a little decision. You can do that while you're walking or while you're distracted or whatever. But a huge decision, you have to be able to focus and pay attention and look at all the aspects. And it helps a lot if you're facing a really big decision to just breathe. Take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Breathe deeply and center yourself. And don't let the stress of whatever's going on get to you. Because when you get stressed, you don't think clearly. Yeah, this is where meditation or taking a walk or engaging in a hobby or something like that, that kind of takes you out of your regular everyday craziness and focuses you on one thing, brings you back to the present. Just a few moments of that can bring you clarity around a lot of things. Absolutely. Yes. If you're faced with a big decision, just take a moment, stop, breathe, get centered, look at all the parts, and then you'll know which way to go. And it's important to not let the anxiety or fear of failure stop you. If it's a a fairly big decision. If it fails, hopefully it's not the end of your world. You will learn a lot from it and you won't make that same decision again. Mm -hmm. So if we don't ever fail, 
if we don't make decisions and fail, we never grow, we never learn. Mm -hmm. So it's important to be able to allow yourself to not always be successful with your decisions and don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, failure isn't usually fatal. Being okay with failure, and we did a podcast on that, Yeah, <laughs> being okay with failure, I don't want to say it's important, it is, but it it's a key part of the growth process. Exactly. If every decision you made were perfect, you would never grow, you would never evolve. So looking at it as if, if I make the wrong decision, it's not really the wrong decision, it's just a growth opportunity. Exactly. So if you're making a decision, the first thing to do, or one of the first things to do after you have breathed and centered yourself, is to weigh the pros and cons and look at the big picture as well as the small steps and get clear on your goals so that you make sure all of those fit together. And sometimes it actually helps to write a list of the positives and negatives of each course of action Mm -hmm. and then compare them and see, if I do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen. Which ones do I want to be dealing with this time next week or this time tomorrow? I've always found the weighing of pros and cons to be really difficult for Hmm. me Mm -hmm. because I've made plenty of lists and I do find the list helpful just in seeing, oh, are there more pros than cons or vice versa? But the act of looking at that list feels very left brain to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't process information that way. So for me, it's more about paying attention to what my body is doing and how I feel inside when I think about making this decision. Does my gut tighten up? Do my shoulders rise? Do I start to get a headache? You know, so it's less about looking at the information itself as it is just about like following my internal compass. Right. And that is so important. You have to, even if all the pros and cons line up in a certain way. If your gut is screaming at you, don't do it, don't go there, this is not good, you have got to trust your instincts. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of that. You have to be in touch with your body and your emotions as well as your logical, rational side. Yeah. If you're having to make a decision, but you don't have to make it today, if it's just kind of like a, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know which career decision I want to go in. I don't know. You know, if you're feeling like making a decision feels premature, choosing to do nothing in that moment is also a decision and an important one. It's okay to say, I don't have enough information right now to decide. Exactly. And it's just fine as long as you don't do that for the next 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You you might want to give yourself a timeline, like I will do this by the end of the month, or at least start doing this by March, whatever. Mm -hmm. I do know some people, I say they have an around to it problem. Yes. Because there are all kinds of things they talk about they want to do, but they just never get around to it. Mm -hmm. And they've decided they want it. But then they don't take the steps to make it happen. And then occasionally they will bemoan the fact that it hasn't happened, but they still haven't done anything to make it happen Mm -hmm. because they haven't made the solid decision that I'm going to do this and I'm going to be at least on the road to it by this time and give yourself a date or a goal space so that you know what you're heading towards or it won't happen. And that's fine, too, if you really don't want it. But if you really want something, do what you need to do to start making it happen. And sometimes it can be helpful to talk with somebody you trust 
and get their perspective on what you're looking at, especially if they've faced something similar in their life. Yeah, having a guide. Yeah. Somebody yeah, who shows you that they got through it too, and this is how they did it. Yeah, and it may their way may or may not work for you. It can be very helpful just to share your thoughts. I had a coworker in television a couple of decades ago who worked behind the scenes and used to express frequently how much he didn't want to be where he was, that he wanted to be in a bigger market at a different station. But I never saw him doing anything about it. And I told him frequently, you're going to have to start sending out tapes. You have to apply. You're going to have to put it out to the universe that you want this job. And for a long time, I just thought, he'll never leave. He'll never leave. He'll never leave. And then he sent out one tape and got a job at a giant network. (laughs) It was really educational for me because here I thought I knew the best process for him to make this decision. And he did it. He waited until the time was right. He pulled the trigger and he got the job he wanted. And he knew all along what was important to him and what he was doing and when was the right time to make the decision. And he knew himself. I had to eat a little bit of crow. (laughs) Well, but you knew yourself. And if it had been you, you would have done it your way. And you might have gotten the job, the first tape you sent out too. Well, it was a good lesson in humility and also in accepting, you know, just that my way for making decisions isn't the right way. It's right for me. And he knew his right way and kudos to him for making his dream come true. You can't judge somebody else for their process. We don't like judgment anyway. It's not a good thing to be judging people. But if somebody is complaining about, I'm never going to get it, I'm never going to get it, and they're not doing anything, I can see where you would get frustrated with that. It's like, well, at least send one tape and see, or stop complaining, one or the other. I don't care which one. But don't complain that it's not working when you haven't tried anything to make it work. Because he was following his gut Which is great. And he understood his decision-making process, but his complaining about it wasn't helping anybody. (laughs) That is true. And it was an emotional roller coaster. And if he had been prepared to be okay with the emotions that he was dealing with while he was in a situation he was unhappy with while waiting to make the right decision, then it might have been different. Exactly. But I'm glad it worked out for him. (laughs) That was great. Yeah. And you follow your pattern and you make good decisions too. And we all do it our own way. I think the important point here is that we each need to know ourselves well enough to know how we make decisions and make sure that we do. Because at times you can get stuck and never move anywhere. And that's not going to do you any good either. Have you been in places where you've had big decisions to make that you weren't sure how to make? I don't Remember. Well, I was thinking about when your father and I decided to get divorced. I knew for a while that our relationship had changed to the point where it wasn't working for either of us. I needed to do something that would help all four of us have a better life. And I really struggled with that because that is a huge life decision and it impacted everybody. But in the end, one thing happened that just made it real clear to me that, yes, I need to move on away from this relationship. And it was terribly hard. It's an awful thing. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever done. But it had to happen for all of us to do okay as we moved ahead. So 
You've never been afraid of hard. I mean, that's great. And it's a rare quality, I think. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe just I surround myself with people who are afraid of hard. Well, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. like hard. My gosh, it's not fun no. at all. <laughs> but I realized that sometimes if you want things to be good, you have to walk through the hard part first. Not always. Sometimes uh -huh. you just have the good, which is great. But if you're faced with a life decision, the longer you postpone it, the harder it gets and the more you struggle. So you look at the facts, be aware of your options, and you make a decision and hope that it's the right one. Yeah. I had a job offer once in a faraway state that was a dream job. And it was the opportunity to work with somebody that I'd worked with before who I really enjoyed. And it came up out of nowhere. I didn't even apply for it. I was recommended for it. And the person who offered me the job was big in the industry. And it was really flattering all the way around. And I struggled with that because the job was so great. Huh. But I hadn't applied for it. I hadn't wanted it. I hadn't known that it even existed before I got this phone call. And I knew that on paper, it was phenomenal. And it was kind of the the ultimate dream of people in the TV industry was to be hand-selected. But it didn't fit into my life huh. right then. Wow. And so the struggle there was between my head and my my heart. And my head said, yeah, you should do this. But the rest of me was like, but I'm not in a place to do this. I'm not ready to leave my relationships. I'm not ready to leave my home. I'm not ready to live that far away. And so once I got clear about that, it was really easy. It was hard to turn it down because you don't want to disappoint people. But ultimately, that decision was between the facts of the job and the, the facts of my life. And the facts of my life just didn't make it feel right. And did it prove later to have been the right decision? I don't know. I mean, who knows where I would be today if I had taken that job. Yeah, that's true. I could have gone much further in television than I did. But ultimately, after 20 years in the industry, what I realized was I didn't really want to go further in television. Like it had run its course for me. So I have a great life and I have a great place to live and I have family and friends and an awesome husband. And, you know, I think things turned out yeah. fine. <laughs> so it was to say where I would be if I could have all the same things if I'd made that decision. But what's the point in spending time in that? Exactly. And it sounds like you don't have regrets. And that's another thing. Oh, no, that I don't. We don't want people to have. When you make a decision, do not regret it. Learn from it if it doesn't turn out right and move ahead or enjoy it if it turns out right. Regret is only for learning and letting go of it. Yeah. So the bottom line is that every day we're faced with choices, big ones, small ones, in-between ones, and how you choose to approach them determines how your life goes, how your relationships go, how your career, health, finances, on and on That's and on right. go. And some people struggle with being able to make the smallest decisions, and they are called indecisive or wishy-washy. You might be indecisive because you're fearful of judgment from others, or that you might make the wrong decision and will have to deal with the consequences that won't be real fun. Yeah, and choosing to be indecisive, which is a decision, <laughs> yes, it is. by the way, will keep you stuck or negatively impact a lot of your life, if not all of your life. Learning to be decisive and make decisions quickly and with confidence will help you reap the rewards of such, but it can also have 
negative consequences if you're not in touch with all the parts of yourself that will help you make decisions that are right for you. If you have clear vision of your priorities, values, and goals, and are willing to claim your personal power and trust your instincts and move ahead, you can make decisions and they will move you farther in your life. And that is truly where taking control of your life comes from, consciously making choices. That's right. So the bottom line to being decisive is to trust yourself and your instincts, understanding that not every decision will be perfect or right for you, but it seems right at the time, which is why you make it. And there's no shame in that. You always have the power to make a change if things don't immediately or eventually go the way you want them to. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Shannon. And thanks to our listeners. We really appreciate you enjoying our podcast and what we have to say. Yes. And please help us make the decision about what topics to address in future episodes. That's really helpful. It's awesome to know what's on your mind and what's important to you. And we love it when you suggest topics. And we also love it when you tell us how self-esteem and personal power have affected your life. We love your stories. We love your notes. We love it when you review our podcast. So if you feel like doing that, you can do so wherever you stream, or you can just talk to us directly, which a lot of seem to be more comfortable doing. And I, I really appreciate that. So you can visit us at your personal power podcast. Click contact and drop us an email. And if you want to talk about coaching and how it can change your life and get your complimentary coaching call, contact Sandy at sandy at insidejobscoach.com. We look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, find your power and change your life.